Laura. Doing Genre Productions presents. Oh my God! Do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God! I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport, and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And I faltered a little bit at the very beginning there. I don't know if you heard it. A little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. Today, we are talking about Minute 69. <laughs> really? I, you know, I only ever have one chance to make that joke until we get into the next movie, so... You know, uh, all right. Minute sixty nine starts with uh, a viewing of uh, tables covered in sweets, and it ends with Dumbledore restoring order to a very panicked crowd of students. As well, they should be panicked. Oh my goodness! I love that this is minute sixty nine. Uh, I'm actually really happy to talk about this minute. I think this is probably like one of my favorite moments of the entire movie. It's. I just love the delivery of, of this line by Quirrell. Oh my gosh. So. It's my favorite thing. Last minute, we ended with um, the pumpkins hanging from the ceiling. Which looks Which is so cool. So love cool. It. It's such a great shot. I think, I think it's weird they have carrot cake. And that's, yeah. They have carrot cake and it has icing carrots on it. Well, yeah, because when you eat, when you go get carrot cake from like pretty much anywhere, I feel like they put an icing... I carrot, carrot icing. Do they? 
Okay. I feel like maybe I do. haven't had that much carrot cake. They also have apples and cakes and pasties. Why don't they have pumpkin pasties? Maybe they are there. We just don't see them. I want to know what they look. I don't they look like pumpkins? I want to see them. I don't think they look like pumpkins. I saw just... a DIY video in which they teach hey, you how to make DIY videos are not what they're they're but muggles they, in the but, human world yes, pretending yes, to but, make but, this but, thing. But but they take the visual and try to recreate it. What visual? When do we ever see pumpkin pasties? Or maybe they went to the Wizarding World Harry Potter and they serve pumpkin pasties. And then... I still don't think that counts as what they would look like in the books. I would imagine... You're assuming that because they're called pumpkin pasties that they're shaped like pumpkins? But what if they just taste like pumpkins? They're just a... They're just like pumpkin cake cut up in little squares of like that's boring no what i think a pumpkin pasty what do you think a pumpkin pasty is i i think of like uh a little like like almost like a turnover okay like maybe it's like a little pocket (sighs) maybe it's like a pumpkin pie pocket i'd be down i think my view of pumpkin pasties probably comes from a video game in which they do look like pumpkins but i'm going to google pumpkin pasties live on the podcast because this is a question that I need answered, and I didn't even think to look it up before we did this minute. Well, that's what I think pumpkin pasties look. Oh well, that's because you're 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 uh, looking at the geeky chef or whatever. The what? Oh, the geeky the, oh, chef. that like. No, I, the girl who uh, nerdy. Nummies. No, that's nerdy nummies. That's different. No, this one said the geeky chef. Oh, I don't know the geeky shit. I don't either. <laughs> mm, they're similar to a Cornish pasty. I have no idea what that is either. Okay, so now we're going to Google we are not Cornish pasty. From the UK. And do not know. <sighs> what? A Cornish pasty. A pasty. Okay, here we go. Just a pasty is a baked pastry, a traditional variety, which is particularly associated with the United Kingdom. Um, they, they look like turnovers. So, like, they're triangle? No, they're more like, um... Oh, okay. They look like, more like, 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 a, like a half moon. Like a half uh, circle. Like, like a... I, I want to say, like, a pierogi, because my family's Polish. Um... Or I was going to say they kind of look like a calzone. Oh, we could say calzone. I'm also Italian. <laughs> so, either way. Either way, you're like, yeah. You know, my my, my mom for Christmas got me a uh, dough press that's like a half moon press for things like like for things oh, like this. Oh, that's cool. I could make pasties. Let's probably. do it. Yeah. Why? Have you used it at I all? I haven't used it yet. I really want to make I'm off tomorrow and I get paid. This is non-podcast stuff. Well, maybe you you can make pumpkin pasties. I can make some pumpkin pasties. Maybe I'll make some pumpkin pasties. I'll invite invite you. I'll bring you some next time I see you if I make pumpkin pasties. You'll find some recipe online. You know I'm not making pumpkin pasties. I'm, I'm more... 
apt to make pumpkin pasties. I'll invite you to my house so that you so can, I make, can pumpkin make pumpkin pasties. pasties. <laughs> this is what's gonna happen now, guys. Like every time, like we make anything Harry Potter related, it's Victoria really making Harry Potter stuff. Victoria is our our hands on and the crafty wizard DIY. Yes, the DIY, DIY witch. I don't like. Why does witch have a derogatory connotation? I feel like they use wizard and not warlock. That's true. I think warlock also has a negative connotation. A negative connotation. Even though warlock kind of sounds cool. If like I wonder what the difference is. I'm like really prior, agonizing over this over here. Prior to Harry Potter, if you would have asked me, "Oh, what is the male equivalent or the opposite of a witch, I probably would have said a warlock and not a wizard. Because that was just the kind of stuff that I was interested in. What about sorcerer? Then there's that, yes. And I feel like that's in that same wheelhouse. Wizard, here, here we go. When I Google it, wizard says... A man that has magical powers, especially in legends and fairy tales. And Warlock says, a man who practices witchcraft. Witchcraft. Which, again, I think has the negative connotation. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't... They never say that Harry and Harry Potter... The, the witchcraft is a word that is never used in the Harry Potter series. No, they say they're ma- magic, passing magic. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. But essentially, it's all supposed to be the same thing. This is a tangent for the weekend edition, I think. We'll have to break down, like, witch versus warlock versus sorcerer versus... Like those, like I think that's All really interesting. Words. It is, and I've never taken the time to consider it for the podcast. Well, there you go. Yeah, we'll do that. That's off minute. We're talking about pumpkin pasties. We barely started the minute. We have so much to talk about. I'm stoked. So much. Um. So they're having this feast on Halloween. Presumably, it's on Halloween. I think it's Halloween night. Oh my goodness. Do you know what that means? If this is Halloween night, this is the anniversary of the death of the Potters. Harry never makes an like a date association to mourning his parents. Do you think that Harry knows what like when the Dursleys took him in? Like, the anniversary of that? Does he know the... Do you think it matters to him? I think if I knew that my parents died on Halloween, I would always think about it on Halloween. Right? Because especially with it being, like, Halloween. Yeah, it's already a celebration. It's not like a regular, any regular day. Of the dead. It's a celebration of the dead and they're dead. Bravo. I mean, that sucks. (laughs) It does. It would, I mean, kids are supposed to like Halloween. You get free candy and you get to dress up and all yeah, that other fun stuff. Yeah, but his parents died. But his parents died, so I don't know. He doesn't think about it. But he doesn't seem to think about it. So maybe he just doesn't know. I exact. guess not. I don't think he knows. 
day. I don't think he knows, and so he just has this vague sense of mourning all the time. Oh, poor Harry. I know. That sounds all depressing and sad. A sea of lost. Of lost? Yeah. I said lost. Specifically lost. Like capital lost. Oh. The sea of lost. Okay. This isn't, um, Phantom Tollbooth, so. So. Let's avoid those. Okay. Um, Harry wonders where Hermione is. Because Ron was a jerk. Yes, he was. Such a jerk. And Neville says that Parvati said that she couldn't come out of the bathroom. Or wouldn't come out of the bathroom. Wouldn't come out. Big difference between couldn't and wouldn't. Do we... We don't see Parvati Patil in this movie. No, just the mention. Nor, Nor Padma. No. We don't even get a last name. I think this is the only reference to Parvati at all. In this entire movie. I think you'd be correct in that. And should we talk about correct Par- the fact that it doesn't have less. Should we talk about Parvati Patil or should we hold it for like when she's actually more important? Yeah, because right now she's like... I don't think name. she really has any thing to do until the Yule Ball. Yeah. I'm sure she comes up in the book. I'll have to reread the book again and look for Parvati Patil and we'll talk about her. I love that they're twins. I love that the Pat- the Patil twins. The Patil twins. What other bit of media has someone that's a Patil? That's so familiar. Like um no, it's Patel. Yeah, I want to say, I think you're mixing that up. Scott Pilgrim. You're such a dork. Has Matthew Patel. Patel. Yeah, not the same. Not Patel. It's, it's it's close enough that, like, my ear was, like... Made, like, the connection. Yeah. And was, like, yeah. I, was, I was like, why is this something that's in my head? Like, what is it ringing? What bell is it ringing right now with Scott Pilgrim? Of course. Matthew Patel. <laughs> I love the way he says his own name. It's so great. Ugh. Um, that's for another show. That's another show. Soon to be. So Parvati says that Hermione's crying in the bathroom. She's been crying all day. Aww. I know. I know, and then Harry kind of gives Ron this look. You're like, you see? She's been in there all afternoon crying, <laughs> and Harry's like, what did you do? And Ron's like, I don't... He shrugs his shoulders his with his mouth full of, mouth food. Full of food. You know, I think that... The, the the person that wrote Cursed Child watched, like, this, like, set of minutes and was like, Ron's always eating. And that's all he ever does in that play is eat. I think he eats in every single scene. That's how he got, like, his little belly that they show him have. So, yeah, Ron just shrugs while he's, like, stuffing his face because apparently that's all he does is eat, according to the Cursed Child play. He eats and eats and eats all the time. Well, not only that, but even in, like, the 19 years later you know, thing, he has a little belly. As a matter... You're right. I was about to qualify and be like, we've already seen him shoving food in his face three times in this movie. I bet you Rupert Grint had the time of his life. He's like, I just want to... Like, you just want me to face. eat? Like, I just have to sit here and eat? Like, okay. Frank, okay. let me eat. He was so stoked about the candy. I bet you that when he had, like, the chicken wings and, like, the the, the pasties here, like, oh, my God. It's, it's full of food. Just full of food, this kid, all the time. 
was like, he had, li- like, what you didn't know, that he had lines, but they took him away because his mouth was just full. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that. no, you know what, like, just shrug, you're fine. Just, yeah, whatever. And then the great hall doors burst open, and we see Quirrell. For the first time since, I guess, Wood's classroom. We haven't really gotten a lot of Quirrell yet. Every time we've gotten Quirrell, it's been diminutive. We saw him in the Leaky Cauldron. Yep. And, 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 And he was afraid that he didn't even shake Harry's hand. Yeah, he just seemed very pathetic. Not, not that you needed a p- potter. P- 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 potter. Uh, and then we saw him at the reception during the sorting, kind of muttering to himself, turned around, and uh, which was creepy. He was like talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> Voldemort was looking at Harry. That was a long time ago. We can skip that. Uh, we saw him in his classroom with the iguana. Yes, which, what the... I don't know what the iguana was about. I mean, but that sound it made, I'm probably, it's not an iguana. It's just, it's like, um, that alien species in, in Star Trek that's just a dog. Uh, okay. But it's not a dog. It's, it's not like dog. an alien because it's got like f- extra fur or something. I don't know what they did with it. I'm so this con- is actually like some magical creature, but it just looks like an iguana. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We think it's an iguana because we're muggles. That's the only thing we can compare it to. I should reread Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and see what the closest... See if there's any, like, reptilian. And I'll decide that that's what it is. Okay. Someone tell me, if you've read Fantastic Beasts recently, what that iguana creature really is. There we go. Iguana creature. Iguana creature. All right. That's what I should have titled that episode. The Iguana Creature. Iguana Creature. I like it. Uh, And then we get to see him now. Frantic, frantic running, peak in. quirl franticness, peak <laughs> franticness, peak franticness, troll in the dungeon. I kind of want to yell it, but I don't want to blow out the mic. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not gonna do it. I thought about it. I leaned back. I put my hands to my mouth, and I was just like, "No." I just like his. I just like his. Uh, the line afterwards. <laughs> Thought you ought to know. Thought you ought to know. And he clapped. I want to scream it. Not scream it, but like, I'm really... Do you want to do the troll in the dungeon? Can we do the troll in the dungeon? You know how we, like, we say mischief management at the same time at the end? Can we troll in the dungeon? <laughs> troll in the dungeon. It's so... F- I want to do it so bad. We, we we don't have to do it together. The Indiana Jones Minute guys do the the Jones line. Because, like, someone yells his name in the first... I think oh. Belloc yells his name in the first movie like that. So they, like, sign off their show going, Jones! Like, all loud. It's oh, great. Oh, my lord. I would love the Jones with the Jones guys. Um, Jones with the Jones but, guys? I like that. But uh, we should troll in the dungeons. Trolls in the dungeons. Dungeon? I really want you to... I really want to hear you deliver this line. Why me? I mean, I can do it too. Oh, but why, why the emphasis on me? I don't know. Feature you, you're the quieter one. Oh, jeez. I would really blow out the mic. I could get quite loud. Yeah. I probably didn't sound very loud just now. Sorry, I had my hand in front of my. You did have your mouth. hand in front of your mouth. You, you know, know what happens gonna... is like you have your hand in front of your mouth and I have to cut it out because no one can hear you. <laughs> sorry. I can't hear you when I'm editing sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, guys, I'm sorry. 
And then and our conversation so goes on because, like, quiet. I hear you in person. I hear you, and I'm just like, oh, well, we're yeah, because you're right here, dirt troll in the dungeon. Well, he kind of has a different emphasis on it. It's like troll. It's like in the dungeons. It's like, troll in the dungeons. <laughs> I thought you ought to know. I thought, I thought you ought to know. <laughs> he just falls. I which I love. It's, it's like the, that's that's the best thing. I know that the way he collapses. Troll, he's like troll in the dungeon. Troll in the dungeons. All the kids just stare. Like yeah, they're Gandalf, not even reacting. They're just kind of like looking, like huh. Dumbledore stands up, and and everyone else is just like Goyle's still like chewing on the food in his mouth. Well, Goyle's a little fatty, so you want... Yeah. Crab's the rounder one, right? Well, they're both kind of... No, but, like... You have, like, Crab, who's, like, very round. The round face, like... And Goyle's kind of blocky and taller. He's the taller of the two. Yeah. A little more... I don't want to say brutish, but... A little more brutish. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I feel saying I feel bad saying about that about like a twelve-year-old boy, but you know, but you know, that's the character he's playing. We'll blame it on the character. Not yeah, the it's like it's not his fault. That's how they want him to be. He's just a really great actor. He's a method actor. Yeah, there you go. Getting into the role. What a star! Right. Good job. Uh. And then, and then Quirrell collapses. I love, um, I love the shot from, <laughs> I love the shot from above. And his collapse forward. Well, and we see the tops of the pumpkins that are floating. That's I think that's, that's really true. smart, like. Attention to detail there. Yeah. Yeah. It, like pull the camera up high enough that you have the CGI effect, like over top of the actual camera. Like you, they didn't have to do that. Right. And I think the, 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 the fact that they did goes back to like Chris Columbus saying that like a digital effect feels more real if you like move around it. We talked about that with mm. the sorting hat. There's that pan right, shot around. that goes all the way around mm. Harry while it's on his head. So it looks like it exists in 3D space. Right. I think that's another example of that, of like these pumpkins are actually hanging here above everything that we're looking down on. So Quirrell collapses. And then everyone loses their minds. And look at look at Ron's. Face I love now. Ron like dropping the food like mouthful but, of. But there's still mouthful of food. Yeah. as he's screaming. But he <laughs> drops the like stuff in his hands and gets up, and everyone's screaming. Even Maybe Draco. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, you get the. the do Dumbledore. you? Yeah, Dumbledore. Silence. Uh, did he use? What's that spell that Ludo Bagman oh, uses to make with the it, game? To amplify his voice. Oh my goodness! I feel like I know, but I don't know if that makes sense. It's another one of those things where it's like in my head. Yeah. But I would not be able to pull up out of thin air, type of thing. Yeah. No, I don't remember the spell either. But do you think he used that spell, or do you think he's just loud? I don't think in this in in this uh, in this instance he would need that because it's relatively. Do you think his voice e- just e- echoes in the hall? Echoes, well enough? Yeah, because of the, the way the because of the way that room is set up, it seems like it would be very echoey. Yeah, and he's just like 
putting that emphasis. He's just projecting his voice in such a commanding, powerful way that the whole Great Hall freezes in their tracks. Despite the fact that there is a troll in the dungeon. And he says, Sonorous. Uh, is that what it's called? Sonorous? Sonorous charm. Oh. Sonorous charm to broadcast your voice. Yes. I wanted to say, I, I, I've been watching this scene since we've been, I've been taking notes and preparing for this minute. And I love, I love, love this line delivery so much. Because it's a command with please in the center of it. Everyone will please not panic. Like, I'm not saying please don't panic. I'm saying everyone will not panic. Like, stop what you're doing right now. But he's Dumbledore and he's polite. So everyone will please not panic. Uh, I cannot think of another example of someone using please in the middle of the sentence like that. As like other than... Like at the end or the beginning. Yes. Which is more... Would you do this for me, please? Normal. Would you please do this? But this is like, everyone will please do this. It's strange. It is. The construction strange of the sentence, sentence is very interesting, and I really like it. Um, and of course, everyone stops because he has a very commanding voice. Well, he's Dumbledore. He's Dumbledore. Don't mess with that guy. He's a headmaster. He says, "Now, prefects will lead their houses back to the dormitories." And that's the end of the minute. We don't know what's going to happen next. But the Slytherin dormitories are in the dungeons, (laughs) or what? Or go? You have to go through the dungeons to get to them. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I have a solution. I have a solution to that problem. Okay. But it's tomorrow. All right. So. Then you'll give me your solution. I guess for now, the Slytherins will suffer with the troll in the dungeon. Uh, There's a comic, one of those uh, Tumblr comics that I've shared to the minute, uh, not to the minute page, to the Listener's Army page on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, That is... The ki- one of the kids going like, but the Slytherin common room is in the dungeons, and uh, and then it's Dumbledore with like his shades, just like <laughs> LOL, whatever. Like, 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 <laughs> does it look like I care? Yeah, like type of thing. Like, <laughs> oh man, so mean. People wonder uh-huh. why the Slytherins are so grouchy and 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 mean to all the other kids is because. Uh, They're being bullied by the headmaster. <laughs> I have a question. Oh, for the end of this minute, for like the exact end second of this minute, um, Dumbledore says that prefects will lead their house back to the dormitories, and then we get a shot of Harry standing next to Percy, right, in a swarm of Ravenclaws. I assume the Ravenclaw's table is right next to theirs, and they probably were all getting up in the panic and just happened to be standing right And there. all of the So I think the ones on the that are sitting down... The, these are probably Gryffindors? Are Gryffindors. 
But these ones standing up are all Ravenclaws? Okay. Yes. I guess I can accept that. Because, you know, the tables are all, like, one table for each house, and they're lined in the way that they are. Yeah, true. I was going to say, why are they sitting at the Ravenclaw table? <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's everything I have for this minute. Actually, for real, everything. Okay. This is a long minute. We got on some tangents. We apologize. We did get on a couple tangents, but that's okay. We're allowed to have long minutes. We're at the end of the week. We have, we have a great minute tomorrow, too. Yes. Awesome. Join us tomorrow for minute 70. What? Over an hour in. I know. We're, we're First 10 minutes into the next Well hour. past Ooh. the hour. Not well past. We're past the hour mark. I saw a post on Facebook today that um, Dueling Genre Master Boss Man Scott boss Corelli man. posted uh, that was an Onion article that was like, man realizes that there's still over 50 minutes left of this movie. Uh, well, that's very And I was like... Yeah, like, all the Minute hosts probably feel this so hard. Like, all the time? <laughs> all the time. All the time. All right, join us for Minute 70. Uh, you know, follow us on the Listener's Army at Harry uh, Harry Potter Minute and Listener's Army on Facebook. Join us on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. HP Minute, Harry Potter Minute. Follow our social media, you guys. We post there a lot. Sort of a lot. Semi-regularly. No. <laughs> All right. That's everything I had. Mischief managed. Mischief managed.